This time on Holy Ghost Notes. We're both really bad Christians. Let's start a band. I'm done. This is weird. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. I'm engaged. What's going on? This is Matt and Tim, and you're listening to the Holy Ghost Notes. This is episode number 68, and it is the first episode of 2022. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote that down for the, the first time the other day. It's always a little bit of an adjustment going from from one year to the next, and um, yeah. I didn't mess it up this year, but time's flying. It's It seems, in my brain, I sort of have it I'm stuck thinking that it's 2020 last year and that we're in 2021. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but um, it'll take some time to get used to. But Happy New Year to all of you listening. Happy hope you guys had an awesome yeah. new year and hope you guys are staying healthy um, and that life's going well for you. And if it's not, um, then I would just encourage you to hang in there and keep pushing forward. Um the reason that that's on my mind, I, I got engaged. Uh, <laughs> I got engaged, guys and girls, <laughs> last week, and I did obviously a lot of thinking beforehand and some writing afterwards. And I realized that um, when when you're going through something tough, you, you can't imagine something great and and rewarding um, mm-hmm. that's in your future. It's just your your brain can't can't imagine it there's not capacity for it yeah you're drained and um so to go through something like this and and just find someone who really loves me and really cares about me and see that happen in my life it it just reminded me of not all that long ago when my brain was drained <laughs> mm-hmm. when, I, when i was going through a really hard time yeah so yeah. it's it's on my mind to just i don't know hopefully remind those of you who are going through a tough time and maybe you're looking around you going, man, everyone else had a great Christmas and look at all those New Year's parties. And I don't know. We all see social media posts making other people's lives look amazing. Just keep in mind that A, that's not reality. And B, even if it is pretty close to the reality, that um, the the way your life is right now isn't the way it will always be. Mm -hmm. Both, Both good and bad. If you're living in the clouds right now and things are good, just know that life is pull, you know, full of setbacks, unfortunately. Yep. And yep. Um, if you're feeling a setback right now, just hang in there knowing that you're going to, you're going to experience better times ahead. So that's only so helpful. I, I, I hear the cynics out there thinking, yeah, I know I've heard this before. I was in your shoes, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm just trying to convey a little bit of perspective um, based on my recent experience of getting engaged. Yeah. Which I'm so stoked about. (laughs) Literally just walked into my studio. Tim heard me. I said, I'm engaged. And Tim said, said, how often do you you say that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I live by myself right now, so I'd sound like a crazy person if I was doing that all the time. But I'm sure sure it happens. Yeah. Dude, you're excited. Mm. And that excitement is contagious. So uh, I'm excited for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And obviously, as I'm sure you know, our listeners can hear, you're not yourself right now. So what's I'm not what's quite going myself. On? Yeah. So uh, you got as, the vid. As yeah, as contagious as your excitement is, uh, so is this new uh, COVID variant. Uh, <laughs> variant. Uh, my whole family has it right now. 
And uh, so we're all quarantined together. Uh, I was telling Matt a little earlier that, um, you know, thankfully I can say this, not not everyone can, but um, the, the sickness is not actually the hardest part of uh, COVID and this lockdown for us right now. It's actually trying to work full-time <laughs> with the kids home. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, neither of the kids are allowed to daycare for two weeks. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, they're, he's at, my oldest is out of school for a couple weeks, and... Um, we don't have any help for a couple of weeks. So, um, I was, it was, it's funny cause I was getting to the end of like Christmas break. I had a week off from work. It was really nice. My wife did too. Um, and so we did some fun stuff with the kids and celebrated Christmas and saw family and it was actually a relatively busy time off. Um, but to, by the end of it, we were like, all right, I cannot wait to get back to work. And for the kids to go back to daycare, just to have a little bit of a break, you know, not morning to night, you know, family everywhere, kids. I love my kids, don't get me wrong, but I was definitely at that place where it's like, I'm actually kind of looking forward to having that, you know, eight hour span of time each day to, you know, focus on something and get back into a routine. Um, But sure enough... (laughs) <laughs> first day Omicron. back, uh, Omicron. <laughs> yep. That kind of, put a, put a, yeah. Uh, so we're, so we're in the thick of it. Um, today was the hardest day, at least for my wife. Um, I can't quite get a handle on the sickness cause you know, I'll be feeling awful for a few hours and then I'll feel great. Uh, now is a good uh, example, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I don't sound great, but I feel pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, probably you don't sound terrible though either. You just sound different. Yeah, I just sound a little different. I'm a little congested. This this is definitely more of a congestion um, type. Yeah, it's more sickness, up here. less of a chest thing and it's less yeah, more chest, of a yeah. of a head thing. Um, but uh, but the fever throws me, man. It just kind of comes out of nowhere, uh, and then it's like oh, all of a sudden I'm just can't can't stand up, you know sweating who knows what you know it's yeah so i can't quite get a handle on that there's no uh rhyme or reason to it but right yeah huh but but other than that you know it's not bad power through it um you know everyone pretty much everyone that i know uh has it so we're all kind of locked down and at least we'll get it out of the way together yeah and then Mm -hmm. in a couple weeks we'll be back to normal hopefully yeah, it's good. So yeah. it was um it was fun seeing everybody at Christmas Burns Red. I just want to give a little yes. shout out to all that those awesome. that listen to this podcast and came out. Um if you don't know what Christmas Burns Red is, every year we do an annual Christmas show. It's in Lancaster. Uh it's held at the Marriott Convention Center. It's called Freedom Hall. We actually did a kickoff show this year, which mm. was pretty cool. It was like seven hundred tickets sold out, small little tight venue underneath of the convention hall. Yeah. And then we played the main show and there were a bunch of people that came out. So thank you to all the inner circle members who, uh, made it out from all over the country. Really. We were able yeah. to convene at the end and get a picture. And, um, that was, that was cool. I, it's, it's a neat event. It's, it's a lot of work. I like having that event before Christmas mm-hmm. because then you practice, you play the shows and then you have Christmas and you have a break. Yeah. Haven't really had a break <laughs> uh, because it was like <laughs> yeah. practice Christmas, practice Christmas birds red, and then engagement somewhere in there. Yeah. And 
I did some tracking for a for a new studio <laughs> project, so it's it's been busy. But shout out to mm-hmm. everyone that made it out. Yeah, Appreciate you guys being there. Yeah, it was so so cool hanging out with all of you, and it was a great show, man. Bravo. There was, I mean, that was probably the longest set I've ever seen you play. Um, yeah. And at one point, I was like thinking, oh, you're you've got to be getting so tired. Mm-hmm. And then. Like next song, it was like double kick almost the whole way through at like 160 <laughs> beats per minute. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, geez, a whole, a whole new respect for you as a drummer. It's one thing to be able to write that, to be able to play it in the studio, to be able to play it even an hour long set. But that was like, what, two hours? It was an hour and like 35, hour, 40 minutes. Okay. Something like that. I mean, it was long. Like yeah. I, I, I actually, I was talking to Annie about it afterwards, and and she, she knew that I was bracing for impact with that set. Like mm-hmm. this is the longest show ABR has ever played. We all know it. It's like twenty one songs plus a solo. Yeah. Um. It's it's Carol the Bells, all of Leveler, right into the drum solo. Yep. Leveler, the song right before the drum solo, is a a pretty tough song. It's tons of double bass. Right into the solo, which is like three minutes straight of double bass at like 170 or something. (laughs) Yeah. And then then a little encore break, and then we do three Christmas songs and then like five ABR songs. So it was just like never really gave up. But but I actually felt pretty good. That's and good. I think it, it just speaks to the fact that when, when you're prepared for something, mentally prepared, putting the physical stuff aside, um, you can accomplish a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if, if I just thought it was going to be an hour show and it turns out it was an hour and 40, you're breaking those mm-hmm. last 40 minutes. Right. But I, I knew it was going to be long and I was, I was bracing myself for it. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so cool to be up on stage and see a room that from stage looked, it looked incredible, dude. Yeah. Like I was out in the crowd earlier and I know that there was some space in the back. It was comfortable, but from stage, it looked like it was just full from yeah. front to back, like thousands of people in our hometown, 25 minutes from my house, like right. <laughs> from my studio. It, it was, it was awesome. Texas in July was really good. It was, it was yeah. so good to see Adam playing drums again. Yeah. I think you texted yeah. me during Killed the show, it. like, still got it, you know. And <laughs> Child's play. He does. I mean, he yeah. that's what he needs to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lorna Shore was, was pretty cool. What would you think about them? I missed their set. I've actually, oh, you did? Okay. so I, I used to see them. They're, they're a local band ish, they're a New Jersey based really? band. Okay. Um, so they used to play uh, some of the local venues here. Um, but that was before. I think they got a new singer since then. So yes. uh, I haven't and seen him since the like new singer. Blowing that band up. Yeah. I think they went through like maybe two singers prior to this one. Okay. And I think because of this singer, they have a, a full head of steam. Yeah. I mean, his vocals are uniquely uh, intense I, I i don't even know what words to use like the yeah. first time i heard it i was like all right all those people that used to say metal's evil or metal's evil sounding <laughs> this would this epitomize that yeah for sure yeah for well, sure like style. If i mean they're like the death the deathiest death metal there is really right <laughs> the black they're black I, metal i think is what they cl- clarify themselves as right? i i think they black would be metal. but but like it's it's not like black metal where it's 
where it's like Demi Borgir, where it's like, yeah, right. Like for four minutes, it right. it it has it has those parts, but then it has the part where that everyone's looking forward to, which is that break. Yeah, and then he does that crazy pig squeal that everyone knows what I'm talking about right now. Right, there's anything about Lorna Shore. And everyone puts their phone up and they, they mm-hmm. can't wait to record this part. So yeah. it's because of those parts that I think they have the momentum they do. Yeah. I think we've talked about it before, but there's so many different genres within metal. Yeah. You know, uh, such a difference. Like they're the other end of the spectrum compared to you guys. I True. Think. But right. yeah, that, but that they drummer... would still be, they'd still be considered metal, you know, by, yeah, by right. someone who's taken a broad stroke. It's like, they're oh, still yeah, under they're the, the same. umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's completely different. Yeah. Than what we do. That, that drummer is special. Um, so they're, they're a local band. When I was a barista at this cafe, I used to, um, do sound for shows. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it was metal bands coming in. Lorna Shore was one of them. And wow. this was way back in the day. I know that the drummer is the same drummer um, as back in those days. But yeah, um, dude was amazing even back then. And that was like 2008 or something. So yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see them still, still doing it. I know. He's very impressive. That That's really interesting, though, that, <coughs> excuse me, they've been a band. It's not COVID. They've been a band. <laughs> They've been a band. Uh, <laughs> I just tested a couple of days ago. Um, they've been a band for a long time, and I, I, I've heard the name, but certainly their merch line wouldn't have been as long as it was at Christmas Burns Red. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, five years ago. Right. It's really cool. It is cool. It's it's cool that you can it. stay in the industry long enough to find success. Like mm-hmm. even if you've been a band for for so long, sometimes yeah. just being consistently present and active gives you credibility which then is is favorable to your success right. i think mm-hmm. that i think that's been part of it a huge part though i think is this vocalist who's yeah. just like outstanding yeah i wish i could have been there to see him live um yeah they, they were uh they were also the band that would come into guitar center quite often so really um yeah <laughs> so very very familiar with them but can't say uh i, I haven't seen this new lineup so i'm kind of okay. bummed i missed huh. it but i did catch yeah. the tail end of zeo caught their their last few songs so that was nice okay okay yeah. cool throwback i saw... felt like i went back in time and then you saw texas and then, then, saw us, texas. And then we hung around for a while yep yep yeah, I'm glad I got to see um, to see you and your wife. And your wife's funny, man. She makes me laugh. <laughs> we we had a funny interaction, yeah. and I made a joke about it that I thought was going to get me in trouble, and she actually thought it was hilarious. Yeah, um, which which really made me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's she's a straight shooter, man. She's uh, yeah. she keeps me in line for sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad she got to come out. She was, she was like hesitant whether she was going to leave the kids, um, yeah, and come with me. I'm glad she made it out with you. But that's really yeah, she cool. came out and uh, she was like, "Man, this is great! Like, feels like old times." Because that's what we used to do. We used to go to shows, and you know, she specifically, even before I knew her, would go to metal shows. So really, this was kind of like a yeah, like a blast Aww. from the past for her. So that's so awesome. It was uh, yeah, cathartic, cool. That's cool. So. Yeah, man. Cathartic. Sounds like a death metal name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a band. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Well, um, yeah. Let's it get into it. It is the first episode of the year, so we're gonna we're gonna hit on. Um, I, I guess it's it's sort of something pertaining to that. We were talking. Tim and I were talking earlier, and we were like, "What do we want to go over tonight for this episode?" Um, and uh, did I come up with these, or did you, Tim? I, I can't remember. Uh, this was you. Yeah, this was all okay. you. Yeah. I'll give you the credit. Yeah. So um, the drum topic is that's work, and the faith topic is that's pray. And what I was thinking is, since it is the first episode of the year, we can talk about what we want to do this year. And while I was thinking about it, it's some words I would use to describe what I think we should talk about are action, ambition, routine, movement, drive, progress. Does that help encapsulate some of what I want to do with this? Yeah, I like that. Cool. So... um, I'll start by saying that for a lot of us, the whole New Year's resolution, we've talked about this before, it's it's not incredibly helpful. It's like, it's just another day because it is. But then there are, are others of us who it's it's really helpful because we feel like we get a, a fresh start. And mm-hmm. just as I'm talking about it, I realize that that's a little bit of how Christianity frames grace and why mm-hmm. it gives us such a good feeling knowing that all the wrongs that we've committed in the past if it is true that they can just be forgiven, that they have already been forgiven, in fact, if you believe what the Bible says about Jesus um, coming and dying, knowing the sins we commit before we actually committed them, think about the applause in church when someone's preaching a message, preaching a sermon, preaching the gospel, and they get to the part where they say, and by the way, everything you've ever done that's wrong and sinful is forgiven. That, that creates in you a reaction that is unlike so much. I mean, it's like it's, it's set apart. Like it's a better yeah. feeling than what you can get anywhere else because it means that you're, you're, you're in the clear. Like you, someone pushed the reset button and everything right. that maybe has been holding you back or you feel shame about or guilt about or um, don't want to think about, it's, it's, it's cleared. It's like wiped out, deleted, yeah. refreshed. That's how I think some of us look at the new year. It's like, oh, wow, cool. Um, and I think that that's how we, that might be a healthy perspective in some way. And that if, if, um, if we can look at our drumming in this light, then we don't have to be afraid to pick up the sticks and say, man, I really sucked at this last week. You can actually sit down and just be like, all right, starting over. Much like our Christmas episode where we talked about unwrapping, you know, a drum set for the first time, that Mm -hmm. feeling that it gives you of like the first time you're sitting down to play this. Yeah. So um, that's work. Um, my, my My main motivator has been this little green book. Um, and inside this green book is, um, our, our, you know, our pages with dates at the top that say what I did that day. Hmm. Uh, the reason I have that is it's, it's really hard to quantify what you've done on your drum set. It's really easy when you're mowing your lawn to see the progress you've made, which is why so many of us go to things that give us immediate gratification. Drums are not that. Hmm. It's fun to play them. And it's fun to hit and it's fun to sweat and it's fun to work and it's fun to be challenged. But a lot of times we get done playing, we put down our sticks and we walk away and it's like, 
I don't know, did I just waste an hour? Like I'm pretty busy. I could have been doing other things with that hour. What the, what my little green book has done is it's, it's proven to me that at least there's some documentation of, of what I did here. Yeah. It's not just that I hit drums for a while. Yes, I'm really busy, but this was important. It becomes yeah. a priority for me because there's proof that what I did actually mattered. Right. So when I sit down to work, when I sit down to play drums, I look at it like work initially. That's what gets me to my kit. I'm excited about that. I like working. I like being challenged. And as I go into, you know, into this year, 2022, I want to work. I want to put in the time playing drums. I want to get better. Um, do I have a goal necessarily, like a speed I want to hit on double bass, certain rudiments I want to learn? Not, not really. My, my main goal this year is actually to write drums to the new ABR record and record them and, and knock the socks off the other four guys in my band. Yeah. Like that's, that's my drumming goal and it's going to take work. It's going to take like four or five hour days. Yeah. You know? So, um, that's where I'm at with with drumming for this year. Uh, I'm really focused on it being a priority that maybe starts at, I don't know, seven in the morning. Cause like, cause I can, I'm really fortunate. My neighbors don't care if they hear a little, little drumming. It's not all that loud outside, but like if I need to start at seven so that I can do other things from noon on, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. That's great. Yeah. So to break down what you just said, cause I think, <clears throat> You, you said it, but you didn't necessarily outline the importance of what you just said. And that's, um, if you have that goal, figure out what it's going to take to accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. So for you, like you said, that means waking up at seven so that I can stop at 12 and get the rest of my responsibilities done. So figure out what your goal is and then, uh, figure out what it's going to take to get that goal accomplished. So mm -hmm. when you sent me this topic, I actually took it in a different direction and I love that that happened. That does actually. not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> so I started, I started picturing, um, <laughs> this, uh, this idea of like, I don't know if you've ever been in a position where it feels like your life is crashing around you. Um, you're insecure about a number of things and all you want to do is like, move away and start fresh, meet all new people, mm -hmm. represent yourself as the person you want to be, you know? Um, but what re would really happen if you did that, if you just like, were like, all right, you know, for me, peace Hillsboro, I'm, I'm heading to Nashville. I'm going to meet all new people. I'm going to be the person that I want to be, want people to right. think I am and start fresh. Eventually you're still going to rub people the wrong way your true colors are still going to shine through. You're still going to mess up. You're at some point going to get to the point where you want to leave Nashville mm -hmm. and start fresh somewhere else because you haven't actually dealt with the issues that you have, the insecurities that you have. You haven't actually fixed the problem. Um, mm -hmm. And so you're not putting the work in. So when I was thinking about work, I was thinking like, okay, well, when I hit something hard in drumming specifically... Uh, I don't always want to push through that. I don't always want to work hard to make sure that happens, you know? Um, so for me, uh, I guess to tie these two thoughts together, yeah. um, this year, like, I'll be honest, I'm not happy with what I was able to accomplish 
musically speaking, especially on the drums. Um, I only got on the kit like a handful of times this year. And I in, have plenty of excuses. In 2021, you mean? In 2021, yeah. Okay, and, and last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, <laughs> still, it's still get. I'm still getting into the 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 mindset of 2022. But um, yeah, I've I've actually had COVID all of uh, 2022 so far. So, um, <laughs> I've got a really good excuse right now. But uh, but yeah, last year I didn't I I didn't do what I had set out to do. Yeah, and I knew in the back of my mind that that was going to happen uh, because I was having another baby and you know work was getting busier and stuff i knew it was going to be tough um but i i finished out the year not doing what i really set out to do um yeah. and and some of that was just because it was hard hmm. and it was easier for me to look the other direction and not put the work in you know i i hit um you know there were a few songs that i tried to learn and it got hard and that's not typical for me with drumming it's like i don't usually get to a point where it's like i cannot get this right. i cannot get this right um but that happened to me and so it was a lot easier for me just to like think about something else try something else not push through hmm. um and part of that was because i knew you know in order to do this i have to put the time in Right. And time for me is valuable and it's tough to actually devote that time. <laughs> and so I feel like Austin. so many of our episodes started with like you saying, you know, me saying, Tim, how are you? And you're like, dude, it's busy right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what, what do you think your slowest month was last year? Oh, I don't even know. I don't think I had a slow month last year. I don't think you did either. That's, that's kind of my my thought and my maybe point. a slow <laughs> week like, here and there <laughs> it was busy it was yeah. a busy it was a busy year like i said i've got plenty of excuses to to uh yeah. validate my uh inability to accomplish those goals but um at the end of the day i didn't accomplish those goals <laughs> so mm. i'm left feeling like okay well i didn't do it and i know that like when i really think about it i know if i had really wanted to get this done i could have it, it just yeah. would have taken some sacrifice, you know. Um, and so, so when I think about like let's work, I think about like not just putting the time in to practice, not just making an effort to get on the kit, but actually pushing through the hard things. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, you talk all the time about you know the the suck uh, or um, smile suck shred. Yeah. Right. And that's that's something that I haven't implemented into my playing. And that's why it's been difficult, because I get to that suck part and then I stop. <laughs> I've been doing smile, suck, stop. And that's not yeah. working for me. <laughs> that's, funny. So, that's another three S's. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and and that doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> because at some point you're like, man, like I can't do it. And yeah. and so. Um, so my goal this year is to put the work in, um, you know, what I, what I really would love to do, and this is something that I've been encouraged to do. And it's been a desire of mine is just to actually like write a full album and record it and, and put it out there. I've got a lot of songs already written. It's just kind of a matter of like doing it and and mm. that is like a, an extremely lofty goal like if if this year looks anything like last year there's no way i'll be able to do that um yeah but i, I would like to 
So I'm going to yeah. try to push through. Writing drums takes time. Um, for me, it's a lot easier to listen to a song I want to cover uh, on repeat for a couple days and then sit down on the kit, you know, learn it in, you know, 15 minutes, half hour, even an hour, and then record a good take of it and put it up on Instagram. Like, that's easy. But mm. to write drums to a song and then record <laughs> it to my own satisfaction, especially when it's my own song, that takes time. So that means I need to yeah. devote the time and energy on the kit yeah. um, to doing that. Um, so anyway. Um, well, I think another thing, yeah. too. Um, I was thinking about this today. I have, so I've been selling Griner Farms hats, right? And it's, it's a decent amount of work to do the, to do the, um, the fulfillment for it. Yeah. Cause I have to, I sometimes have to correspond with the buyer. In some cases I, I don't, in most cases I don't, I would say I just use stamps.com and, um, it's all linked to my WooCommerce account and I print off the label and I sign the sign the invoice, like, thanks a lot, you know, enjoy the hat, Matt, and put it on a, um, a bubble mailer, put the sticky label on, take it to the post office. But when I, when I started doing that, I think things were pretty slow for me. Like it was yeah. over COVID. Um, I had some time and I saw a demand and I met it with some, some supply. But what that means now is that, um, even though things are busier, I'm still getting those orders. Yeah. Right. Because I started something and I'm not the kind of person that just gives it up just because it gets more difficult to achieve. Yeah. So what, what I think I would, I would advise those of you who feel like you do have the time to play, um, just know that as opportunities arise, namely as you get older and you get into a relationship and you get more responsibilities, um, it's going to be harder to, yeah maintain that that level of playing like yep. we all look back on being teenagers and think man gosh i just i i had so much time yeah i had to work a job maybe here and there and yeah i had to do chores and maybe some school but like you had time and you really did and that that's why it's so important if you're young to be practicing putting in time yep. because yep. you really have freedom but um at the same time a lot a lot of what we do with our lives we have a decision in that action like we can say no and mm -hmm. we've all heard it said like if you say yes to something you're saying no to something else that's right if yeah. drumming something that you want to spend a lot of time doing this year it means that you might have to preemptively say no to things even yeah. though you could do them and you're not all that busy because mm -hmm. eventually when you stack enough of those up on top of each other it's going to get tough to do drumming. Um, the other thing I'll say is I journal every day and sometimes I'll get like, man, I've gotten like 20 days behind and that is brutal to try to catch up on, but I've done it. And then I took like three months off. I got like three months behind and I'm like, I can't make that up. So I just started fresh. Yeah. And what, what, what I would do is I would treat drumming like my daily journaling where you have to do it. Like you force yourself. And if yeah. you miss it, if you miss it, then you have to go back and make it up. And if you miss it for long enough, like three months, then when you start playing, you just push reset. Yeah. But you're going to know, but you're going to have to, you're, 
you're going to have to be fine with the fact that you missed three months. Like you lost that time. Um, That's the way my brain works. It's really helped me to stay committed to drumming. Oh, the other thing is for me, if, if I didn't have August Burns Red, I probably wouldn't be playing drums anymore. Yeah. Because I, I started when I was 15. I'm 36. So had had ABR not worked out, I wouldn't have this pressure point of having to work and practice to be in the studio, work and practice to be on tour, work and practice to even be at band practice. There's mm-hmm. there's constantly something upcoming that is causing pressure for me to practice. Right. If that had gone away, I would have pursued a job or an education elsewhere, and this would have just been like collecting dust. Yeah. So... As I think about that, if you're listening to this and you don't feel a whole lot of motivation to practice, you you might want to give yourself a pressure point. One of the best things I think you can do is if you're involved in a church or if you go to a church, try out for the worship team. Hmm. Seriously, because then you're going to have a... Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden you have a reason. That's right. You open up planning center, you have five songs you have to learn, you're going to practice. That's it, yep. And you're going to be committed to it. Um, if, if you know of somebody in your town who plays an instrument, anybody say, Hey, would you want to get together and play sometime? Or can I program some drum beats and send them to you? Oh yeah. Send something to me. Okay, cool. I'm going to write some drums to that. Like give yourself a community around you with, with the, uh, who is comprised or which is comprised of people who have, who have expectations because if people are expecting things from you, then you're going to rise to that, to that occasion. Yeah. It's like when ABR gets together, I, I can expect that everyone's been practicing in yeah. their own time. Yeah. I'm not monitoring them. I'm not bossing them. This, the same goes for me. Like if we get together in my studio to practice and I haven't touched my kit in two months, dude, I'm in trouble because it's going to yeah. be obvious. Right. Yeah. And so having that pressure point causes me to practice. It's like forces your hand. And yeah. I and I encourage you guys and girls to look into that for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the number one thing for me as someone who's not in a band anymore uh, has been collaboration. You know, finding people to collaborate with and Really? There's that added there well yeah, well you know if they're if they're expecting uh, a drum part from you and I'm the only reason that this song is being held up. It gives me incentive. It gives me a reason to get on the kit. Yeah. It gives me a reason to work, practice. Um, and I'm exactly the same way. I need I need a reason. I have all yeah. this sitting here, and it's great, and I love it. But it also doesn't motivate me to touch it. Right. <laughs> because I have it whenever I want. It's at my disposal. Right. You know, right. um, If I was paying for a rehearsal space... I'd have yep. a little bit of incentive to get on the kit and use that. I'm, I'm paying money. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> this is sitting here. I have it all. It's not going away. Um, have your wife you know, charge so... you rent. Like, like she gets like personal spend money. Don't, don't if you say you don't that. use the space. <laughs> she's going to listen to this episode. She hasn't listened yeah. to an episode in like a year. She's going to listen to this I don't this think one. she's ever listened to an episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I do. I need the incentive. Um, so it is important. Um, you know, we talked about on the, on the last episode is actually a very similar conversation to what we're having now, just in that it's important to prioritize, you know, uh, you know, setting your priorities the right way is, you know, uh, invaluable. It's, it's so important. 
And, uh, you know, with that, uh, just comes, you know, setting those incentives for yourself. You know, you need to Mm -hmm. incentivize yourself to do things that, uh, you know, those things wouldn't be important if there wasn't the incentive. So Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's real good. Well, uh, we're rooting for all of you listening to this who are drummers. Um, Mm-hmm. More than anything, just enjoy this instrument. Yeah. And know that, um, I don't know, like all of us can look back on a time when we were just beginners. And I think that it's important to do that every once in a while because there's something about being a beginner that is lost along the way too easily. And it's, it's an important part actually of being a good drummer is like, is, is having that, is having that spark, like having that, I don't know, like pep in your step about yeah. drumming. I, I'll never forget the the feeling I had as a drummer, like in a local band and playing shows, loading in and playing shows and having other drummers watch me like such a cool feeling. And if you've never felt that work towards a place or a setting where you can, you can experience it because it's it is awesome. It is awesome, yeah. and and if you if you feel like man, I haven't heard anyone talk like that in a while, or I kind of forgot that. Um, just remind yourself of it, of that that feeling of playing drums early on in your career, or, or yeah, just early on in your drumming. Um, try try to maintain that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, we're rooting for you and. 2022 can be a big year for your drumming. Um, yeah. but you're going to have to, you're going to have to work. You're going to yep. have to put in the work and the time. Yep. That's right. So, yeah. Um, uh, I thought it'd be fun. Imp- of this. Oh, oh, go for it. Sorry. Uh, so, so Adam is starting a YouTube channel. Is he? And yeah. And, and so he's talked multiple times about how much he hates that stuff, you know? Uh, and, for him, the drumming comes easy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It's not hard for him to put in the work on the kit. It's hard for him to do this other stuff. The, so yeah, maybe the for stuff. you guys, yeah, maybe for you guys, the hard part isn't the drumming. You might love the drumming, so all of this might be falling flat on that that point. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you might have all the time in the world. You might be incentivized to drum, but maybe yeah. what you really need to be doing is sharing content, hitting record. You know, whatever That's that is. True. I just want to make it clear, like putting the work in doesn't necessarily just hold to getting on the kit, practicing. Tim, you're a good co-host. Yeah, can't leave. You bring that. up points that, that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't think about. <laughs> yeah, I'm did proud of Adam, ag- man. He's, did you just, uh, I just agree with, with me saying that you're a well, good co-host? <laughs> well, I, I am a good co-host, so. <laughs> 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 that's amazing. I couldn't. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but that's because you're a good co-host. <coughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so I'm. I am excited uh, to hear what uh, what you have planned for for the for our faith topic today. Let's pray. Yeah. Yeah. Before um, we get into that, I thought it'd be fun to. Um, Talk about something that you regret and mm. something you're stoked about in 2021. I'm I'm just personally interested in like, is there something that you did that that you <laughs> that you 
you're bummed about, like, man, I shouldn't have done that, or that hmm. sucks that that happened. And is there something that you're really excited about from last year? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm hesitant to take this in a really dark direction because my regret for 2021 is pretty, pretty dark. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> it's pretty dark, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a little, a, a more like funny <laughs> uh, regret. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you go first on that one. Yeah, I know. This set, is a tough set question. Set the tone. Set the tone. That's that's jump into the faith topic, and maybe this will <laughs> this will come out at the end. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can kind of think about it. Yeah. So the the faith topic is let's pray. The the uh, drum topic was that's that's work. So let's pray. It's it's simple. Um, my pastor at my old church, Kevin Eshelman, he would he would talk about uh, your first and final fifteen, mm-hmm. and that was a really cool structure. It there are so many different you know methods to planning out our day and prioritizing our faith. There are a lot of different ways that you can do it, and and there are a lot of recommendations. But first and final fifteen always stuck with me. Um. And, and what he's saying is first, the first 15 minutes of your day, spend with God, final 15 minutes you spend with God. Um, and I think that this faith topic comes about because of just my personal interest in being more of a spiritual leader in my relationship with my fiance. Um, mm-hmm. It's important to me that I am that I have a relationship with God that is strong, not just for me, but for the sake of my family that I'm building. Yeah. Because I believe that a good leader is, is someone who is being led and I don't want to be led by social media. I don't want to be led by other people's opinions. I don't want to be led by the news media. I don't want to be led by culture yeah. So you ask yourself, well, then what is leading you? I mean, if, if being a good leader is being led, um, I, I believe in my life that when I am centered on seeing myself the way God sees me and pursuing him with an understanding of what he's done for me, that I'm going to be just a better person for my wife. In much the same way as we talk about drumming. Like yeah. if I don't play drums for a while, I'm, I'm not... I'm just not myself. Like I, right. I don't, I'm grumpy or I'm short or I'm, I feel incomplete in a way. It's really bizarre, but yeah. that, that kind of parallels how people talk about spiritual, being spiritually depraved or, or not having enough time with God. And yeah. honestly, I wish I felt more of that. I, I, I don't think I feel that to the extent that like my fiance does when she talks about it, like she can feel it when she hasn't, spent time in prayer for a while or like mm. read the word. And I, yeah. honestly, dude, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have that same experience to the degree that I do like not playing drums. Right. Yep. yep. I wish I did. And I think maybe that's my, that's what I'm trying to get at is I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a goal, but like my, I'm determined to build that aspect of my life this year. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm the same way. I, I don't notice uh, my spiritual deficiencies as quickly as I do 
my physical ones, which is right. really, I think, a testament. I mean, it's biblical. <laughs> we are humans. Right. We're of this this world, you know, and so our our physical, you know, I mean, the, the whole idea of fasting is to uh, deprive ourselves of something physical, in most cases at least, um, so that we can actually focus on the spiritual. That's, <laughs> you know? that's a So that we can actually point, receive from the, from the spiritual. So I that's think it's, a great I don't point. think it's unnatural to say, oh yeah, I'm going to notice feeling deprived of drums before I notice feeling deprived of prayer, prayer or time my relationship or, yeah, with my, exactly. you know, so I think, um, I, I, I don't, I or don't fault Tim, you for it. <laughs> or we're both really bad Christians. I mean, that, that's a given, I think. I think very, we're all, very possible. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think we're all struggling. Well, so one thing I will say actually, and this is interesting because this is, this falls just like perfectly in line with what you're saying. And I, I didn't really notice it until recently, but um, you know, I'd gotten to the point where I was okay with not going to church. I felt yeah. like, you know, um, because of this podcast, especially I had incentive to be in the word and to be bringing topics that had some sort of spiritual grounds. Um, you know, that I wasn't just getting on here and talking and making up my own religion, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I felt like that was enough. You know, I've got this podcast. It's like a Bible study. I'm, I am being fed and I'm, you know, talking through things that I'm trying to figure out spiritually. Um, and, and so because of the hurt that I had experienced in the church, I was just like, I'm done with that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that again. But what I realized after getting back in church was like my patience increased uh, mm. like my relationship with my wife got better. Uh, yeah. we both were more ourselves and we hadn't even noticed it. We had drifted, you know, uh, it was such, such a gradual drift from our selves that we didn't right. even notice we were not ourselves, you know? Right. Um, and it's funny how just getting back in church, uh, you know, being part of a community of people, um, being fed on a regular basis, spiritually speaking, um, yeah. you know, was uh, so impactful, you know, and we've we've turned to each other multiple times and just been like, man, it's, it's, I'm so glad we found a church. Like, yeah. it's so good to be back in church, you know, and like, yeah. we're noticing just how it's, uh, it's strengthened our family, you know, how it's mm-hmm. impacted our, our kids and you know, so it's, it, there is, uh, there is that aspect that you have to recognize. It's that there is a spiritual, uh, side to everything. Um, mm-hmm. whether you believe it's Christianity or not, you know, it's neither here nor, nor there, but there is a spiritual side of life mm-hmm. and, um, being deprived of that will affect you. And, yeah. um, it's, you know, it's funny. So, um, uh, a, a good friend of mine, used to always just point out how um, there's such a longing for the supernatural. If you look at movies, it's about, you know, the, the biggest blockbuster hits are, are superheroes and, like, uh, magic, like Harry mm-hmm. Potter, Lord of the Rings. The reason why there's so much, um, why it draws us, it, like, we can't even explain why we like it so much, why it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like is so attractive, but it's because there's that supernatural, that spiritual side Mm -hmm. of it that 
um, it's basically taking the invisible and turning it into this visible, uh, mm-hmm. you know, caricature. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and so we're drawn to it, right? And and it's just funny seeing that um, innate part of ourselves, uh, yeah. you know, uh, drawn up in that way. Yeah. You know? That, that's what, um, well, Tim Keller talks about that. Like, you know, every good movie that we've ever seen, um, all the best all the best movies point to someone who's laying down their life for someone else in some way, shape, or form. And the reason we think they're great movies is because we know deep down it must be true. Yep. It reminds us of something that we know is true and yet we can't really put our finger on. And yet as Christians, we're told um, that, that that actually happened for us. Yeah, um, that's right. And, I, and then to your other point, uh, C.S. Lewis C.S. Lewis talks talks a lot about about this. Um, I, I I yeah, I won't go into the C.S. Lewis side trail, but I think this is just me spitballing. So you you can you can tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, but uh, I'm just curious how much of it has to do with um as as Christians or spiritually speaking, no matter what the religion is. It it gives things in things in your life all of a sudden matter. It, like even little things matter. Yeah. There there's a there's a certain weightiness to your actions, to your words, to your to your aspirations, to your pain, even. Yeah. Tim Keller talks about this all the time. It's like Christianity seems to have um this like bullseye on its back when it comes to pain and suffering, people say, I can't believe in that religion because of all the pain and suffering I see in the world. And Tim Keller would say something like, well, actually Christianity is validated because of pain and suffering because it gives merit to it. It shows that it's all for something. Yeah. And, and, and it's, 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 it's the only religion where the creator of the world and the, and the person at the center of the religion hurts with you in your pain. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's there experiencing the pain with you. He's not Mm -hmm. separate from it. And I think just speaking from a, from a spiritual place, it's like the biggest factor that Christianity plays in my life right now is that things matter. And I think if I were to just objectively look at my life without, excuse me, without faith, I think the thing that would be most different is that I'd say, what the hell does it matter? Yeah. If I do this or don't do this, like, so who, who cares that I just cut that guy off or said this to that person? Like we got 80 years, maybe, maybe more if I'm lucky, probably less because I'm cynical. What does it matter? Like no one's going to remember me. Um, I mean, even boiled down to like practicing drums. It's like, what does it matter that I put in this time doing this? But there's, there's something about, there's something about my faith uh, and of course, of course we know what it is, but there's something about it that I don't even have to think about yeah. that, that seeps into everything that I do and says that matters. Like everything right. matters, yep. not, not, not just the big stuff, but like all these little things throughout your day that, that really matters. And because it matters, um, your, your outlook on life is just so different. Yeah. Well, they say like like the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite mm. of love is is apathy. 
right? Mm. So, so, um, so basically that's what you just outlined. It's, it's, you know, it's not caring. Hmm. If, if, you know, if there's no, if it doesn't matter, then why would I care? Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if this happens. Like, right. What's, what's it going to do in the grand scheme of things? Um, but if you care, then, then that's a, that's a sign of love. And so we, we see, I mean, God calls himself love. He says, I am love, you know, and, and, so, so like, I, like when I see like that mindset of like nothing matters, why should I care? For me, that's that's the spirit of the Antichrist. Right. <laughs> Not to get all crazy, but uh, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's what it. I mean, it's the opposite of love, which is who God is. You know, it's yeah. it's um, and and that is also like where you start seeing destruction. You know, that's well, Tim. Just speaking from like a from a relational place, let's say I'll I'll just make it personal. That's that's uh say when Annie and I get married because I'm engaged. I don't know if you heard or not. <laughs> what? You're engaged? Uh, let's say one day I come home from work and I say, Babe, it really bothers me that this happened. And she, she doesn't get angry, she doesn't become Enraged, she doesn't defend herself. She literally just says, "Okay, uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't care." It, that yeah. that just screams, "I don't love you." Whereas yeah. if she gets upset and defensive and passionate, it's like she's still fighting. Like yeah. she she cares enough to defend herself. Yeah, right. That's when it becomes real to me when I put it in that context. Yeah. Dude, I learned this so early on in my relationship because it's funny. Uh, guess what Julianne's least favorite word was that I would say? Whatever. Dude, that's it. <laughs> whatever. She hated whatever. when I said whatever. I learned yeah. it like like within like a month of knowing her. Because yeah. I used to say it all the time, like whatever, <laughs> whatever. And she hated it. What, um, like, so but like, give me context. Quickly. Is it like, I, like Tim... Can you put the dishes in the dishwasher next time? <laughs> Whatever. Like that? No, no, it wasn't that bad. But but I mean, I, she just didn't like it. No, no matter how I said it, she hated that okay. word. Um, okay, sure. But but I understand now where that context came from because sure. the word whatever is literally the like the most uncaring word. It's just like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm apathetic care. to whatever you just said. You know, right. it's whatever. Um and uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's funny because it it dawned on me very early on yeah. <laughs> that you better care about what I'm saying or, yeah, exactly. or what you know what I'm asking you to do because if you don't, that's I'm I'm offended. I I learned something um, while listening to uh, I'm not even going to say his name because he's controversial. It doesn't matter, but he had advice <laughs> that I thought was really good, and so I talked to Annie about it. I said, babe. Um, so I come home from work and you are talking to me about something, you're venting and you're just going on and on. I said, it would be really helpful to me to know if this is a scenario in which I'm supposed to solve a problem or if I'm supposed to listen. Yeah. So I said, I can see us getting, I can see us getting in some trouble with this cause I'm just going to want to 
give a solution if I yeah. see one. Because you're a guy. So I said, is it all right yeah. if I, <laughs> yeah, is it all right? <laughs> is it all right if I just stop you politely and say, all right, hey, before you continue, is this a scenario in which you want me to offer up a solution or do you just want me to listen? I yeah. said, I realize that's, that really boils it down and takes the, takes the air out of it, but it, I think it will be really helpful for me. And I, and I really do yeah. care. I'm just trying to figure out a way to do this. And she's like, right. absolutely. That'd be totally, that's, that's a good idea. So yeah. like we've, we've done this. We've, I think we've done this maybe twice. It hasn't happened a whole lot, Yeah. but it's, it's a little awkward <laughs> at first. Cause like yeah. someone's just like, the conversation. I know they're like kind of yeah. spilling their guts and you, it's going to take some practice, but both times it was like, okay, now I know. And yeah, actually both, both, both times. What do you think it was? <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted you to listen. Just listen. <laughs> and agree. My, all right. <laughs> listen and agree. Take yep, her side. I got you. Yep, I feel yep. for you. I understand you. <clears throat> Ouch. That hurts. You know, I, I was okay. going to say, I probably, that would probably have worked really well, except it never would have been solve the problem. That never would have been the answer. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm finding. So maybe yeah. all, you know, in the end, it's uh, it's in vain. But you never yeah. know. You get that one scenario where she's like, actually, I could use an answer. You're like, yes. Yes. I get to solve something. Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to buy you puzzles every now and again so that you've got, you know, some something to solve. <laughs> Dude, take I have the, a drum set. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's true. I got enough puzzles to solve. Three that's, that's, over yeah, four. That's right. Over five. <laughs> Play it. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So let's, so let's pray. I just want to bring it back to that for a second because I think looking back on, on 2021, um, prayer has been a consistent... Uh, I guess subtopic that has worked its way into most of our our conversations. Just the power of prayer, the need for prayer, mm-hmm. um, you know, revelation that has been received through prayer. Um, and I can't think of really a better way to kick off a year of this podcast than to talk about prayer because it's so crucial. And it's know. you know, you know, I love the. Uh, you know, the 15 minutes, you know, start your day, 15 minutes, end your day, 15 minutes, just with prayer, time yeah. with God, you know. Um, and for me, prayer isn't, it's not a, it's a very simple thing and it's not a simple thing. It's it's simple in that you don't have to follow a structure, you know. Like I, I understand why people are like, teach me how to pray. How do I pray? You know, my son asks me, how do I pray? Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to keep it as simple as possible. Like, just talk to God the way you would talk to me. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to say something specific. You don't need to end. Like, you know, he was telling me, you know how you pray? You have to get on your knees and and bow down and and clasp your hands together. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you can do it if you want to, but like... Right, sure. He's like, well, God hears you better. I was like, no, God doesn't necessarily hear you better because you're doing that. I was like, you can talk to God however you want to talk to him at any point. And for me, a lot of the time, it's just, just... entering into his presence or acknowledging that he's there because his presence right. is, I mean, he's always there. So it's sometimes right. it's just me saying, Hey God, thank you. And I'm just driving and it's like, all right, I'm going to turn the music off and I'm just going to sit in this for a bit. Right. I'm just going to hang out, you know, I like, do that all the time. 
And Silent. I feel like that's, I feel like it's great because for me, it's an indicator that like, like, so if I, if, if I hung out with you and we could be on a, on a car ride and not feel the need to say anything. Yeah. Like this is the way it is with my wife. Like if we're in a car ride, sometimes we don't need to say anything. Just being together yeah. is nice. It's, mm-hmm. you know, we don't feel the need to talk to each other. I feel like that's right. how, like if you and I were in a car ride, we'd probably talk for a little bit. At some point we would just like sit there, listen to the music, do whatever. And it yeah. wouldn't be awkward because we know each other. Right. That's how it can be with God too. Like right. you don't always have to feel like you have to follow a rhythm or say the same thing or be, you know, you don't have to be religious about prayer. It's just about spending time with him. And that's, you know, in essence, really <laughs> what Christianity is all about. It's, you know, it's about having a relationship. It's not about mm. uh, following uh, a set of rules, mm. you know. That's great. I, yeah, I like the way you put that. I think I think that's a really good way to end this. Um, I think a way to put an exclamation mark is just uh, to pray. Yeah. So, um before I do, I uh, just want to thank everyone that has supported this podcast. If it's your first time, no better time to start than now. Um, if you like what you hear, please give us a review. It helps get the word out. And we do have a Patreon, which if yeah. you want to help us keep going, we've been we've been running for a while. And, and really the only way is because of our inner circle. So yeah. if you're interested in getting involved, um, it's patreon.com slash... The Holy Ghost. No, just Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost Notes. Yep. Patreon.com Holy slash Ghost Holy Ghost Notes. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Our email address is Matt and Tim at the Holy See, Tim has all this there down. You go. Yeah. And uh yeah, I just want to say really appreciate all of you for listening and happy new year. Um mm-hmm. and um oh the last thing is our format is um drumming topic and then faith topic. Mm-hmm. So if if you're not a person of faith and this really doesn't interest you, you can just listen to the drum topic and shut it off. Um, unless the faith topic, you know, pulls you in, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you really don't care about drumming, the faith topic's always on the tail end. Uh, but our our goal really with this podcast is just to talk about the two things we care a lot about, which are drumming yeah. um, and God. So we're happy to have you along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, thank you all. I actually have a couple new shout-outs, uh, speaking of the Patreon. Oh, do you? Okay, um, great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so, for saying something. Um, and I might have given this one a shout-out before, but it gets two if, if that's the case. So a uh, huge shout-out to Simon Van Holbeck. and up, Kevin, uh Kevin Scrogum Jr. So awesome. thank What's you up, guys Kevin? for your support. That's Welcome awesome. to the Inner Circle. Um, and, yeah, this is going to be uh, a great year. Um Thanks largely in part to our inner circle community that yep. uh, surrounds us uh, financially and spiritually. And <laughs> yeah. they, they really yeah, keep us motivated to do there. this. They're great. Yeah. And great they're people. real people, as we uh, found out last week in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and dude, they were hanging out. Like, I mean, they were there for a couple days, you know, going out to eat and drink and, and just hanging out together. And they're just such, such great people. So. That's amazing. Yeah, so cool. really, really cool. So actually, I just remembered you had th- you had asked me a question about my my uh, regret and something cool or something yep. that I felt good about in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I was going to get to that after we pray. Okay, let's do that. Let's that's do how that. we're going to close, close. Okay, I like that. I like yeah, that. That's the real exclamation yeah. mark. <laughs> Keeping people on on edge until the end. <laughs> that's right. The cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'll I'll pray and then you close. It sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Yep. All right. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, even, even just that is something that um, is amazing to me. And um, thank you for this new year. I pray that you would, um, that you would remind us throughout the year and often what you've done for us and the proof of how much you love us, mm-hmm. um, the proof that is easy to see if we look at what you've done on the cross, what you continue to do in our lives, what you've done in the past, and, and what, what you're doing in the future, God. I, I pray for those that are in a, in a really tough spot right now, that you would be with them, um, that they would know that you're hurting with them, that they would know that it's, it's okay that not everything feels good, looks good, is good, that you, you know that all too well. I mean, you were broken and, um, you were broken and, and were really afraid at times. Um, and, uh, so we, we're just thankful that, that we can have you in our lives and we really appreciate the relationship we have with you. Mm. Yes. God, I just want to lift up anyone who is uh, sick right now as well. Um, this uh, this variant is very contagious, and I know uh, there's a lot of us who, who uh, have COVID and, and other ailments and illnesses, and I just lift up everyone who's sick right now. And thank you for uh, your love for all of us, and um, I thank you that you are a God who still to this day brings healing, miraculous healing, as I've seen uh, firsthand many times. And so I just thank you for who you are and uh, ask for your for your healing hand on, on everyone um, who's sick right now. And um, just breaking out of this, but not breaking out of this, I want to just include everyone listening because you're all part of this. We're in a conversation together and I want to actually just take a few seconds to not say anything Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just sit here uh, together. Um, It's not good form for a podcast, (laughs) but I don't really care. (laughs) So uh, I'm just going to sit here for a few seconds and I hope that you all can uh, stick out the awkwardness with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. I just felt like I needed to do that. So hmm. I hope that uh, even if it only touched one person, if one person benefited from that, it was worth it. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us in that. Uh, I know for some of you who are not Christians, uh, or even some of you who are Christians, this is weird. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, just okay. the idea of um, prayer is pretty pretty weird. When it you is weird, it right? I mean, it is. There's a lot of it's a lot of weird. There's a lot of weird stuff in Christianity and in spirituality. But you know what? There's a lot of weird stuff in life too, and we subscribe to it. That's right. Daily. That's right. So, 
Um, I mean, yeah. when when we did the inner circle Jeez. pre-roll, I had some bad Wi-Fi connection, and Matt was just sitting there talking to himself. You know, that was pretty <laughs> weird. <laughs> Need one of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's wrap this up with a quick uh, regret and proud moment, because uh, yeah, we got to go to bed. Yes, we do. All right. I want you to start off at least one of them, just to set the tone, because I'm dying to know like what you're trying to pull from this here okay are you really i am okay. i am all right um i was driving one time i don't know if it was last year or not but i was driving and um i i was i was going really really fast in my truck and i was texting mm. and i drove by a cop and I was like, I'm done. Like, not only was I texting, I was going like twice the speed limit. And you know what? I I regret doing that because I think of what could have happened if um, I had gotten pulled over and busted for it. Or I think about what could have happened if I had hit somebody. Yeah. It was really freaking dumb, and I feel like I got away with it. So regrettable. Uh, proud, proud moment was... Psh, December 26, 2021, I got engaged. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't I know like if you heard or not, but... Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so um, for me, uh, and I'm just going to go full-on dark because I, I mentioned that I, I was feeling dark and now <laughs> I, I can't you not say it. Uh, I knew you would. Uh, you were yeah, sizing so I me up to see what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't want it to be that drastic. Uh, so, yeah, yeah you, you skipped out on a speeding ticket. I um, <laughs> uh, So I, I actually just wish that I could have spent more time with a friend of mine who passed this year. Um, we had... We had uh, we had planned, you know, texted back and forth. Hey, we got to get together. We got to do this, and it never happened. And and I regret not making it more of a priority. It's not yeah. on me. I'm not holding it. But um, but I do yeah. wish. I do wish that yeah. I had done that. Um, yep. And then uh, my uh, pri- proud moment is I'm actually. It's really. I'm not even proud of myself. I'm proud of my wife. Um, for uh, for sticking through. I don't know if I told you anything about. Um, my son being born, but, uh, she was in labor. We went to the hospital early in the morning and, uh, they sent us home because she wasn't dilated enough. She wasn't far enough along. And so she was in labor all day at home in a lot of pain. Um, I had my other son that I had to tend to and basically keep him away from her. Um, and at some point, um, she was just in so much pain that I was like, we got to go to the hospital. Like we got to go back. Um, like you're, you're in full on labor. And, uh, so sure enough, we went back and we got in there and like within 15 minutes, the baby was born Wow! <laughs> and it was during a snowstorm. Uh, I'm proud of myself for buying the Jeep because that's what got us there safely. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but uh, <clears throat> but no, I'm I'm just proud of my wife and I'm proud of you know it's not again it's not really proud of me but it was a proud moment um, being a dad for the second time. Um, yeah. is just it's it was really rewarding and um, I guess it's continued to be rewarding just uh, you know seeing my my son grow, my other son grow and how they get along and, and just the family that's, uh, grown this year has been really rewarding yeah. and 
something that I'm really proud of. So that's really cool, man. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. We both have, have a lot to be proud of. For sure. And I'm proud so, of you for, for popping that question, man. Thank you. Yeah. You're engaged. I'm too. In case I'm engaged. you guys didn't know. <laughs> That's the title of this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't know. Yeah, in case you didn't know. <laughs> All right, buddy. This but, is a yeah. good one. Episode number one in 2022, but That's 68 right. overall. That's right. Let's keep yep. her going. Yep. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks again for all your support and for listening along with us. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Yep. Peace. Peace. Yeah.